Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Time to talk two wheels in our good mate. Ow! Oh, Avalon Biddle joins us from Christchurch. Hey, Avalon. Hey, guys. You it's like only that? the second show, Haven't Avalon. Fun there. And it's only the second show of the year, and Stephen's already, I don't know, um, <laughs> losing his mind. I'm cuckoo. <laughs> I'm not picking two wheels. Don't worry about that. I was watching your Instagram feed. We're well, not watching it. I wasn't like stalking. It comes up a lot because I follow you on Instagram. He talks I- about you a lot to me, actually, Avalon. I'm worried you're stalking <laughs> Oh, shut up! <laughs> and he and I noticed you were you were in the garage building engines. What's going? What was going on there? Yeah, we have been um pretty busy actually. Unfortunately, at the start of last season, um, something got into my engine, got sucked in there somehow, and um, resulted in a dropped valve. So a lot of engine damage. It was actually at the first round of racing. Um, for the year, so I ended up borrowing an engine for pretty much most of the season, and um, yeah, a little winter project was to rebuild the one that was badly damaged. Um, it turned a bit longer than a winter project. We waited on parts for a long time um, from some suppliers in the UK for some aftermarket parts. So um, yeah, it turned out to be quite a long process, but super enjoyable. Really cool to learn uh, more about the inside of of the engine and um yeah we managed to put it back together and go racing with it even so um so yeah very rewarding experience i guess you could say how nervous how nervous we were uh, the first time you you fired it up <laughs> that it didn't make funny noises or go kabang uh, super nervous yeah like <laughs> yeah and especially looking at my mechanic as well who we sort of did it together and uh, seeing him for the first time, like <laughs> uh, it was really nerve-wracking, and then it, it fired and ran mint to begin with, and then just stopped all of a sudden, and oh. we were scrambling around like, oh my god, and it had just run out of petrol. Uh, we just didn't <laughs> <laughs> have any fuel in the petrol tank, so I was whew, say, that was a close call. Went down to the gas oh. station and. Yeah, I think it's pre- I think it's pretty cool because I wouldn't know I wouldn't know the backside from an engine to the front side. But my own daughter, my seventeen-year-old daughter's uh, training to be a mechanic, and I she posted. Good on her. Yeah, wow. and she well she posted um on her, well she showed the family today they were testing engines right, and she said I think I won da- uh, dad because mine was the only one to go for a start, but most importantly it was the only one to pop a flame. <laughs> So, so she was pretty <laughs> stoked. That's a, moment for Dad. That's a win. That's a proud moment. Proud <laughs> well, moment for you. Well, uh, well it's actually it's just a, a, a random tie with what uh, Av's been doing with her engine. I thought, yeah, well, my girl, but she was. I think the, the key was that Dad it popped a flame, so I technically nice. I won. So I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but you had, but you were at Territorial the weekend, and uh, what else was there? Was an, a fundraising uh, element to it? Yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, our New Zealand Superbike Championship season has been cancelled. 
um, which is a real shame, but obviously totally understandable in these circumstances with spectators um, not allowed at the track and things like that, or it just being really hard to have spectators there. So um, there's been a few smaller or slightly alternative events, and um, this past weekend was supposed to be the Burt Monroe Challenge in Invercargill, which obviously uh, is a massive event for Southland that unfortunately couldn't go ahead either. So the club down there um, still still ran some racing at Teratonga, and it was a fundraiser for young Cormac Buchanan, who is going overseas for a second year in Red Bull Rookies. So... Um, yeah, Cormac blitzed the field one every race um, and that oh, he was no. in to be expected. So, yeah, I was super stoked that my bike just held together, but um, it was <laughs> awesome to be there and racing um, for him. And, yeah, all our entry fees, all the food and drinks we bought over the weekend, um, everything was a fundraiser for him to get back to Europe. He's got some really, really good support. Um, he's doing really well for himself in that regard but um, it's awesome to see for us riders to be able to get behind him as well and, and show him the support um, he's got a huge year ahead of him racing in Spain in the European Talent Cup as well as um, Red Bull Rookies so super excited to see how he gets on his riding is so strong at the moment um, in my opinion he, the fastest Chris? rider in New Zealand Yeah. How old is he? Just 15. Old? Yeah, yeah. 15. at the moment, oh, just 15 goodness. years old. And honestly, he is, yeah, in, in the category that he's racing in at the moment, um, 100% the fastest rider in New Zealand. And I think he's going to give it a really good shot overseas this wow. year. So, you yeah, do, we'll be following along with great interest. Remember what you were doing at 15, Murph? Ev? Yep. Oh. It wasn't, yeah. anything, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't anything that useful, I can tell you. <laughs> Hey, you said there's a. Ed, you were telling us there's another Southland. Would you stop it? Would you say there's another Southland rider that you uh, were keeping an eye on too? Uh, yes, well, of course, Courtney Duncan. Oh, um, that's what Courtney is. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, she's headed back, uh, hopefully, for a fourth title this year. So. Yeah, right. Well, you're not listening to the show. We um, spoke to her tonight. Some... Oh, yeah, of course. Well, you can't go past her, can you? Murph was mentioning um, Rachel Archer as well, who's um, probably someone we don't mm-hmm. mention enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, she won the, doing, she won doing the, the first round of this year's, this year's 2022 uh, Grand National Cross Country Series in the United States. It was at Big Buck, wherever that is, <laughs> Union, South Carolina. Sounds good. Have you ever noticed when yeah. Murph decides to talk about the Americans, American Mark, yeah. he starts oh, talking about his, his puts on the accent. Well, Rachel, Rachel is, is doing amazing things. She didn't yeah. actually come back to New Zealand uh, last year after the season last year because of obviously COVID and bits and pieces, but um, doing amazing things from the Waikato. And, um, yeah, she she won the first round. Actually, funnily enough, she won it from Taylor Jones uh, by 1 minute and 13 seconds, uh, who's an Australian. So a Kiwi and Australian's. Yeah, doing the doing the goods in in America and the GNCC. That's pretty awesome, eh? It is. It is awesome. Ab, don't go far. We're going to take a wee break, <laughs> and we'll we'll talk about MotoGP in just a moment. This is race control with Repco with Avalon Biddle, Greg Murphy, and me. Let's be back in a minute. Time to talk. Yeah, MotoGP, Honda, brand new bike, chassis, engine, fairings, the whole nine yards, and Poliscargo. Polispargo. Aspargo. Aspargo tops the timesheets. Yeah, un- unexpected. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't see that one coming. 
Um, quite quite surprising, really. Um, and they look they look strong, really, really strong. So, yep, I'm impressed. Obviously, the new bike is running well because Mark is uh, is is reasonably strong considering uh, the injuries that he's still coming back from. So, yeah, looking like it could be a good year for Honda. Well, I mean, they we've we've spoken about the Honda and how um, really. We've only seen one guy riding. It's like Ducati when Casey Stoner was on the Ducati. And for a long time, yeah, it seemed that he was the true. only guy that was able to to ride that and do anything with it. And that seems to have been the case for quite a while. There's been um, a bit of a revolving door with teammates for old uh, uh, Mark Marquez. But, yeah, I mean, do you look at the testing side of things sort of like in Formula 1, like um, Steve and I were talking about Formula 1 before. And, and at the moment, you know, testing means absolutely really nothing. They've got new cars and everything, of course, which is quite different. But is is do you feel that's the same with MotoGP? I mean, they've done two tests. Um, it was a little bit different in the results between the two. But that last one with Paul, as you say, was, was very strong. Do you actually take those as being a really good guide uh, for, for motorbikes and MotoGP? Yeah, obviously it's early days, but I, I do think it is a pretty good indication. Um, yeah, probably a lot more so than Formula One. They they are testing the parts that they're actually going to race with this year, and I think mm. especially that last test at Mendelinka being a new circuit for everyone, um, was pretty important that they actually gave it their best shot because uh, the next time they will be going back there is to race. So... Um, it was kind of their one chance to try it out and man it looked pretty hectic I don't know if you saw any photos from um, the first test but the, it was, the track was actually just about muddy um, it was that dirty and they actually made it compulsory for all the riders to go out because otherwise all the riders were just going to sit in their garage and wait till someone else went and cleans the track so they made it compulsory for every single rider to go out and do I think it was 50 laps um, just to try to clean that surface up a bit, which yeah, pretty interesting for professional motorbike racers uh, to well, force them to go out there and, and mop up their own track, pretty much. <laughs> wow! But, I didn't yeah, I, I do think it was a um, pretty pretty good indication that we're going to have at least some great racing this year because the Aprilias were up there too. Um, very interesting. Yeah, I was, I was going to talk about that because of Vinales, is, uh, they've been sitting in the top four, but I didn't realise because of the, the status of their team, they get extra testing in the season. They get this dis- dispensation. Technical concession, it's called. I mean, d- again, do we read anything into that? Yeah, they probably don't need it um, anymore. They definitely uh, deserved it to begin with being a new team and and KTM had that same concession, um, which they no longer have. Uh, So yeah, the the factory riders can can ride with the test riders at those special tests. So yeah, I'd I'd argue that um, Aprilia don't need that anymore. And I know Cal Crutchlow has been really vocal in saying that if you've got a fast rider on that Aprilia, it's always been a great bike. so typical Cal being very vocal about things like that, but maybe he's right. Uh, maybe we are going to see a really competitive package with Vinales and the Aprilia this year. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Hey, I just saw it. There's an article on MotoGP website there. Uh, Anna Carrasco is coming back into Moto3 as well. Do you, have you sort of been following her journey? Because she, she hurt herself pretty bad, didn't she, a little while ago? Yeah, obviously incredibly talented rider. Um, I think it still sort of flies under radar under the radar that she is the only female world champion. Um, obviously racing in with the boys. So um, 
yeah, amazing achievement. And she backed it up the following year with a podium again in the World Championship. So she is super talented, super fast, um, but also super Spanish. <laughs> super, sounding, super Spanish. Uh, okay, that, that's, that's no... Yeah, I mean that... We've got to go. The whole Moto3 deal has been a little bit... Um, almost under the table like it's been really hard to follow what's happening there and she was actually doing a world super sport test um like a week prior gotta go Abby. gotta go we've oh been close but, but you get the He's quote you, you, you get the quote of the day though she's so super spanish we'll talk to you we'll talk to you about <laughs> davizioso and the rest uh, next week or thereabouts